Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then I want you to know that this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I'll help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you're able. Because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to the Married to Addiction podcast today. I so appreciate you listening. I did want to let you know real quick before we get started, there's something coming up next week that I'm really excited about that I wanted to make sure you know about. Beginning on September 27th, I'm going to be doing a free coaching week for Wives of Alcoholics. This is your chance to get some, what I'm sure is much needed clarity and direction. As the wife of an alcoholic, you're going to walk away with ways that you can best help your addicted husband and also a survival manual for yourself because as we know, this is a very, very difficult time for us too. So by the end of these five days, you're gonna know what to do, you're gonna feel empowered, you're gonna feel encouraged, and I want you to know that it's all delivered to you privately. You don't have to join a Facebook group to get access to the coaching. There's not a live component, so you don't you won't feel like you're missing out on anything if you're not able to tune in on a certain day or time. I just wanted to make this free coaching as easy as possible for you to access. And so this is the way that I've set it up in order to do so. So I would absolutely love for you to join me there. I think you will find it extremely helpful. All you have to do to sign up is go to my website, click on the tab at the top or on the side if you're on mobile that says free resources. And then you just click the drop down and you'll see free coaching week right there. And all you have to do is just find one of the sign up buttons on the page, sign up and you will be set to go. Again, it begins September 27th. It's a free faith-based coaching week for Wives of Alcoholics. I would love to have you join me there. Hello and welcome to the Married to Addiction podcast. Today is episode 21, and it's also the beginning of season two. So we are officially done with season one and moving on to season two. That's exciting, huh? Today, we are going to start off season two with a bang because I am going to be touching on something that I have really been going back and forth on for pretty much ever since I started the podcast. The title of today's episode is Stay or Go, Five Things to Consider. So... This obviously is um, a very heavy subject. It's one that uh, I think a lot of wives of alcoholics really, really want some direction on though. And so what I'm going to do today is just share with you some things that I think that you should consider when you are making this decision in your own situation. I do want to tell you a couple of things right off the bat. The first is, I am not a professional marriage counselor or counselor, period, or anything like that. Uh, This is just my opinion based on my own personal circumstances and based on, you know, the conversations that I've had with other women who are in this situation. That's the first thing. The second thing is, if you are in a dangerous situation, none of what I'm going to talk about today is relevant because the only thing that you need to be worried about right now is getting yourself to safety. So if you are in a situation like that, I just really want to um, emphasize to you that really your only priority right now should just be getting to a safe place. That being said, I'm going to just share with you 
um, five things that I personally think that you should consider when you're making this decision and five things that I think are um, things that maybe you you have thought about or maybe some things that you haven't thought about. Now, this some of the things that I'm going to be saying, you know, you might think to yourself, well, that is crazy. Like that would never work in my situation or that's just ridiculous or my situation's not like that. And if that's the case, then that's fine. But again, the only hard, fast thing here is if you're in an abusive situation, this is not really for you. You need to get to safety. The rest of it is just suggestions for you to do with what you would like. The first, we are called to love as Christians. However, I do not believe that that is at our ultimate expense. So this can be really confusing and a difficult balance as a Christian wife because on the one hand, we are called to love. So we feel like we need to try to be there for our spouse, be sympathetic towards what they're going through, and there is absolute validity in both of those things. But ultimately, you need to protect yourself. And if you are getting to the point where you are not okay, or if your children are being, you know, really affected in a negative way, things like that, you need to consider that as well. Number two, you may be called to stay in your situation. I was called to stay in my situation. It was the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. And some days i didn't think I was going to be able to do it just because, as I'm sure you're well aware, being married to an alcoholic is incredibly difficult. But I had this, what I call a knowing, deep, deep in my spirit. And there were some days where it was completely out of reach for me. And there were some days where it just felt so tiny that I wasn't really even connected to it. But it was just always there, and it was just so teeny, teeny sometimes. But it was just this knowing that I was supposed to stay in my situation. And of course, now, looking back with the hindsight that I have of having my marriage restored and my husband being sober for four years, and now I'm sitting here talking to you on a podcast for Wives of Alcoholics and with this platform, you know, for Wives of Alcoholics, God knew all this. He knew all of this way back when, when I was going through everything. So I don't know whether you're going to be called to stay like I was. You may be called to go. I absolutely believe that sometimes God calls women to leave the situation. But the point of this is that God should be the compass. You are going to get so much advice around what you should do as the wife of an alcoholic. If you are sharing this with anybody, they're always going to be telling you, you should absolutely do this or you should absolutely not do this. They don't have the insight into every layer of your situation like you have. And they most definitely don't have the insight into what the future is going to look like for you like God has. So God knows how this is supposed to play out. So the most important advice I can give you right now is to let him be your ultimate compass. Number three, if you do feel like you are being called to stay like I was, I this one is important for me to relate to you because I did this wrong. I did this so wrong and it was such a harder walk because of that. If you are being called to stay in your situation 
if you're staying. You have to change your actions. If you continue in patterns of enabling and codependency and being tied to your husband's addiction, like you've heard me talk about before, being addicted to his addiction and just being in that state of absolute suffering, you have got to to change that. You have got to do the work to change that. If you if you don't, what you're basically doing is you're keeping the addiction comfortable by the enabling and you are keeping the, keeping yourself and your husband ultimately in the pattern that you're in right now indefinitely. So you must do something other than just sitting around and waiting for him to change because that the likelihood that, I mean, it does happen where they will just wake up and say, okay, I'm ready. But if you are doing things that are keeping the addiction comfortable or if you are in those patterns and nothing is changing, you know, your spiritual walk isn't changing, nothing that you're doing is changing, you are most likely going to be in this pattern for a very long time. And I don't want that for you. So let it begin with you. That is an Al-Anon phrase that I love because it is so true. He does not hold all the power in this situation. You can do things to change this. Not necessarily to change his behavior. Well, definitely not to change his behavior because we can't control another person. But you can change things that you are doing that will affect you positively, that will affect your household positively, that will affect your kids positively, and even ultimately, most likely, your husband. So if God calls you to stay, you have got to lean into him, let him sustain you through this. That's where faith comes in. But there's also that works part, right? Faith without works is dead. We have to do our part in not contributing to problems for us, problems for our household, ultimately, you know, potentially problems for our husband by being codependent, all of those things. So there's a faith piece, so important, but there's also that works piece, also so important. Number four. It is possible to find some peace and a manageable life in the in-between. So if you are being called to stay and you are in that in-between, knowing that you're supposed to stay in your situation, and again, because God has led you to do so, but your husband is still in active addiction, you are not, if God is calling you to stay there, he is not calling you to suffer just mercilessly every single hour of every single day until your husband gets sober. That is not what he's called you to do. He wants you to partner with him. He wants you to lean into him. He wants you to let him carry you through this. He wants you to get stronger. He wants you to learn ways to move forward regardless of what your husband is doing. He does not expect you to just sit there in misery, and it does not have to be that way. And again, I did this wrong, which is why I can look back and think and think to myself, oh my gosh, it could have been so different. There were things that I could have done. There absolutely were. And I heard some of them and dismissed them, and some of them I didn't even know. So please listen to me when I tell you that if God is calling you to stay, he is not necessarily calling you to just be miserable. That's not what he wants for you. So please, please uh, take that into consideration as well. And then the fifth piece or the fifth thing to consider is ultimately you do need to protect yourself. And we talked about this a little bit with number one, but 
God does not care more about your marriage than he does about you. I know that a lot of people think differently about that. I know that there are some denominations that think that marriage is the be-all and end-all. I do not necessarily believe that God wants us to be in a situation if we are truly falling apart. And that doesn't just mean that it's hard. That means you have tried to make positive changes. You have partnered with God. You are doing everything that you can possibly do. And he is telling you it's time to go. I do believe that that happens in some situations. I absolutely do. And again, that is not a decision for your mom, your sister, your friend, your whoever to make for you. That it is is a decision that you are to make when you have consulted God to know what he wants you to do. Because like I said, he knows the future. He knows whether or not your husband's going to get sober. He knows whether or not you know, the situation is going to end up being positive for everyone involved or negative for everyone involved. And so he is your ultimate compass. I just can't stress that enough. But he really does not want you in any, you know, sort of danger, whether it, I mean, obviously the physical danger, we already talked about that. That's just like a a hard line in the sand. But if you really are just falling apart to where you can't you just can't function anymore and you are in a really unhealthy place mentally or whatever the case, you have to weigh that. You know, it, it, like I said, God doesn't care more about you staying married than he cares about you being okay. So that is another thing that I really want you to consider. So again, I will never be the one to tell you what you should or should not do. And these um, suggestions are not meant to to imply that you should leave or that you shouldn't leave. Everyone's situation is so individual. And even though there's a lot of the things that happen in being married to an alcoholic, like the situation is the same in a lot of ways, there's so many different layers to every single situation. And, you know, there's, there's the spiritual realm, there's the physical realm, there's just all of it. And all of that comes into play when we're making a decision that will ultimately affect our future, our family's future, et cetera. So I hope that has at least shed some light for you. I did want to invite you really quickly to a free coaching week that I'm having next week. I'm pretty excited about this. It starts on September 27th. It's going to run Monday through Friday. My goal with this free coaching week is to bring you some, what I'm sure is some much needed clarity and direction. So if there's one word that I can use to describe being married to an alcoholic, there are many, but one of the big ones is confusing. I just really didn't know what to do. I felt very lost and just in the dark and just confused and powerless. And I don't want you to feel that way. So what I am doing is I'm putting together this coaching week that will give you some direction. At the end of the week, you're going to have, you're going to, you're going to know what to do. You're going to know some things to actually do. You're going to feel empowered. You're going to feel encouraged. And I want this to be as easy as possible for you to access. So I know that some people do have concerns with um, privacy on Facebook. So I, it's not a Facebook group that you have to join. I am deliberately having it off of Facebook on um Basically, it's it's going to be on a platform, but it's also going to be delivered to you via your inbox. So you don't have to even go access it on the platform if you don't want to, but it's completely private. And I wanted I wanted that to be a big part of it because I know that a lot of the ladies that I've talked to do have concerns with 
um, you know, their husband having access to their computer or on Facebook, people seeing what they're doing, people from their friends list, et cetera. So I deliberately set it up that this so that this would be private for you. It is also not a live thing that you have to be present for at any certain day or time. So it will be available to you regardless of when you can watch it. But I just, I really wanted to bring you something to just help you move a little bit forward because I remember so well how it felt to just be confused and just like I absolutely did not know what to do. So I'm hoping that this can give you some some direction and some encouragement. So if you would like to join me for the free coaching week, again, it's next week, starts on September 27th ends on October 1st. All you have to do is go to my website, marriedtoaddiction.com. You'll see a tab for free resources and the drop down there, you'll see the free coaching week. Just click on that and then click on one of the buttons on the page to sign up and it will um, be delivered to you starting next Monday. Please join me. I would love to have you. So I hope that that has given you some direction today. I know that this is such a difficult walk, but I also know that our father is a good father and he knows what your future holds. And if you will just lean into him and let him be your compass, as always, he's got you. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next time. Hey there, I told you guys that I would share um, some of the ratings and reviews that had come in and I wanted to read a couple other ones to you today. My reason for doing this is because I'm just so incredibly grateful for the people who have taken the time to go do this. Ultimately, having ratings and um, positive reviews on a podcast helps it get pushed out to more people. And that is my heart's desire, just that I could reach more women that need to hear this podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart to the people who have taken the time to write reviews. Today, I wanted to read a couple more to you. Uh, This one says, I've enjoyed listening to the Married to Addiction podcast. Julie warmly shares from a place of honesty and vulnerability. My husband is not an addict. However, he has struggled with gambling, but I'm the mother of a son who struggles with addiction. We also suffer from the effects of living with addiction. I'm grateful for the biblical approach Julie takes in discussing addiction as the Bible has much to say on the subject. These episodes are inspiring and helpful. Thank you so much for that. This one says, thank you for your helpful encouragement. That isn't the same old advice that you can't do anything until your husband gets sober. This is so untrue and the most depressing advice I repeatedly receive. I am working on me. I'm working on my marriage and I need support. Thank you for not brushing us aside. Thank you so very much for that review too. I just, it, it's so awesome to me to just hear from you guys because I know you're out there and I see the numbers that people are listening, but to just actually hear from some of you who are out there listening just means the world to me. So thank you so much again for leaving your reviews and ratings. If you haven't done that yet and you would like to take just a couple of seconds, I would just be so appreciative. Um, you can do that on any podcast platform that you listen to. And again, it would just mean the world to me. Thanks so much for listening.